0: I'm just saying, I was like, what did you say?
1: It's a beginner snowboarder or skier, especially a skier who's probably from Texas, sorry Texans, who comes to Colorado straight up from zero elevation to 12,000 feet the same damn day, gets on their skis, has never (laughs) skied a day in their life, (laughs) thinks they're going to do a blue run gets on the lift if they're lucky they're on the lift and then come flying down the mountain not knowing how to stop all hunched over and their skis are everywhere and soon they're going to be doing a yard sale if you don't know what a yard sale is you can figure that one out on your own but like i said i can make fun of this because i've been the beginner i'm not a texan but i've been a beginner and i've made my own damn mistakes but anyhow monarch mountain is awesome and that's just what i was thinking (laughs) of
0: And there's actually bike trails up off that. Oh my god, so many too, bike trails off Monarch Mountain. Yeah. But, um,
1: and then um, one of our favorites, Soul Craft. Soul Craft. That's a good brewery.
0: Try the chili beer. Just trust me. Try it. You you might love it. You might hate it. But there's probably not going to be a middle road on it. Um, it's a really good chili beer. <laughs> but it's just a great brewery too, and adds to the. And Salida vibe yeah but the really cool thing with Salida is that um, there's mountain biking trails literally like right next to the city there's this big s a mountain with a, an S on it for Salida and there's trails all over that mountain you can just ride out of town and ride up that mountain and you're there
1: welcome to the craft beer travel and adventure podcast with living a stout life this is where we sit down with creative thinkers on the road adventurers and craft beer lovers Your host Ken and April, live, work, and travel in a 24-foot RV in search of inspiring stories around a great beer. Ooh, that would be a good way to start the podcast.
0: (laughs) With a belch and a beer.
1: Yeah, (laughs) a belch and a beer. Maybe Uh, that's what we should call it.
0: A belch and a beer. A belch
1: and a beer instead of what we were talking about on location in the Colorado Mountains.
0: Yeah, a belch and a beer. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs)
1: I can't make a belch happen like right now.
0: I hate you. All. I don't know. <laughs> You're very lucky. You're very lucky, she can't, because it's disgusting.
1: <laughs> no, it just means I really. Because like when she the belches, beer.
0: people think it's me.
1: They totally. Because don't. I'm
0: the guy. Yeah. So of course I'm the one belching all the time, right? No. no. No.
1: If I was drinking like a lighter beer that I could like really take a good guzzle of, I could totally belch on command right now. However, we are not drinking that. What are we drinking, Kenny?
0: We are drinking, this looks like motor oil. It really does. It's like completely opaque, black, like the foam on it was like dark brown. I mean, which that's pretty hard to do on beer. It does not uh,
1: smell nor taste like
0: motor oil. Oh God, no. (laughs) This is a, it's called St. Petersburg, I believe. Um, It's a barrel aged version of a Russian Imperial stout from next stop Bruco, which unfortunately you probably heard from us before didn't make it through this recent mess of crap and they just recently shut down
1: however though it is a very good um like style of beer so the mm-hmm. russian imperial stout this one what did you say it was aged what
0: it's a barrel, age and barrel I, aged barrel yes. aged okay and so i believe it was a wine barrel i don't think it was a bourbon barrel okay. but i'm don't quote me. It doesn't taste like
1: bourbon. So even that uh, barrel age, like Russian Imperial Stout, that style is perfect for like a night where we're at right now, um, oh, yeah. which is in the yeah. um, mountains just outside of Salida, Colorado. And it's like, it's really cool tonight. It
0: Yeah, it's summertime here, but this is for, for people who haven't been to Colorado. If you haven't experienced summer here, um, it does get a lot of times hot during the day. Um, usually not super hot, but sometimes hot and at night it will cool off drastically a lot of times because we're at like a high high mountain desert i think we're basically. like yeah it's so. high
1: mountain desert. i think we're at like 8600 square feet
0: uh something or something like around that. there yeah i don't 8600
1: square feet <laughs> oh not square feet no
0: <laughs> we're at like we're <laughs> less than 200 square feet <laughs> we've at... seen our rig we're not yeah. even well if you count the outdoor area though shut up where were? Oh, at. We're, okay.
1: Smaller place. Smaller rig to get to bigger village. places. Yeah. <laughs> but 8,600
0: feet elevation,
1: um and it got a little cool tonight. So this is a perfect kind of beer, and
0: warms your throat. It does. Warms your
1: belly. Yeah, it, it's a really nice beer. um But any at any rate though, we kind of just like ram straight into the podcast without any kind of introduction.
0: Oh, yeah, we, we did. We just, we're just talking about talking. Beer. We're just talking about beer and where we're <laughs> camping. That's, we figured that's all you wanted to know is where we're at. Well, it's the Craft Beer Traveling I mean, on an it's Adventure all podcast. all us, right? I mean, it is. That's all you guys care about.
1: It is. Maybe if he shuts up.
0: Nah, yeah, that's not. So, bad. unfortunately. If you gave me a big Russian Imperial Stout beer, I'm not going to shut up.
1: Unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, depending <laughs> on, like, if you like our banter or not, you're stuck with us again. And we're actually starting a series of um, tra- special
0: episodes of our podcast. Called yeah. On Location.
1: On Location. And this one is going to be on location in Colorado. S- and we cannot do all of Colorado. We will be talking to you for hours. So we mm. split Colorado up.
0: Yeah, there's over 400 breweries in Colorado. And... There are how many mountain bike trails?
1: Over 6,500 mountain biking trails. Let alone there's kayaking and rafting and hiking and rock climbing and camping and...
0: Fishing and Fishing hunting and hunting and whatever and you want to do
1: whatever yeah so we have split colorado up into a few regions and this one we're going to be talking about southwestern colorado
0: and primarily southwestern mountainous areas yes
1: but this area of colorado in the summertime is like probably a top tourist destination and so we thought it'd be a great um way to just kind of introduce you to some craft beer travel and adventure destinations in colorado
0: we just want to talk about (laughs) some of the areas that we've come to know and and we might even mention a couple things that we don't know all that much about believe it or not we've lived in colorado like i've been here for 45 years which makes me since i was negative 10 no um he's 50 i've been here for a long time and you know there's still all kinds of great new things to uncover yeah
1: but we want to share. But all the places that we've been and the places that we want to be, we want to share with you. So when you come to Colorado, you have an idea of where to go and what to do. Because actually, it can be quite overwhelming because there's so much to do. Um, it's you can totally have FOMO here, fear of missing out. But don't just come back. Don't move here. It's already too crowded. Move to Montana.
0: I, I don't know. Like right off in general, the great thing about colorado as especially if you're a traveler this is something that's vastly different on the eastern half of the united states and the west and especially in colorado there's tons of just dispersed camping and but like to us we call that boondocking but we know that boondocking is like some people boondock at walmart or boondock wherever and you can
1: learn a little bit more about boondocking and how we do it and what we what not to do based off of what we have done on our last week's podcast because we talked to a lot more about boondocking, but we're we'll also touch on it again here too, because one of the great places about boondocking is that you can find mountain biking trails and breweries and free camping.
0: Right. So for us boondocking is kind of no you pretty much don't have services and you're camping wherever you want to camp for yeah. the most part. Um and there's a ton of that, especially in southwestern Colorado. It's Actually
1: just where we are right now in Salida, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: well actually we're kind of in the middle of Buena Vista and Salida um, which is off of like the intersection of 285 Highway 285 and Highway 24. Um, But we're pretty much right in the middle of those two very popular mountain towns. Just from where we are at there's probably 10 other different dispersed camping areas that you can camp at. There's so much free camping out here, boondocking out here. And it's raining right now so (laughs) <laughs> yeah you might hear
0: a little pitter patter in the background yeah, we're
1: uh, in an rv um
0: this when is it our rains, fancy recording studio
1: yeah when it rains you just hear it so deal with it we have to
0: it's our breaking bad <laughs> recording studio
1: <laughs> breaking coming Bad's to you
0: from bv and salida <laughs>
1: except for we're not cooking meth no we're not we're cooking beer
0: we're cooking beer
1: can you hear it is it jiffy pop or is it rain
0: we already talked about it it's right it baby. sounds like jiffy pop they know the pitter patter it does sound like jiffy pop and i love jiffy Pop. that's
1: why i brought it up
0: we're rolling with it baby. okay
1: we're rolling with it and we're rolling backwards a little bit so we're going to pretend that we're all starting from denver you can start wherever the hell you want to start from you all live in an rv or you're traveling or whatever but we're going to pretend that we started this southwestern colorado brewery adventure tour on location thing <laughs> from denver we are not talking about all the breweries in Denver. We're going to drive 285 out of Denver, heading south. And the very first place we're going to stop is...
0: If you're heading up 285, you got to turn at Pine Junction and go to Buffalo Creek. Because that's where there's some great mountain biking.
1: Fine. Stop at Buffalo Creek and you mountain bike. Actually, and you can I don't... camp
0: there, too. But, okay... It getting harder it's awesome
1: to camp there. that's one of the best places to go camping for free there and to go mountain biking there the trails are like literally right you could walk outside your camper door tent door whatever (laughs) and they're right there however everybody knows this we've already talked about this it is a great place
0: it's a terrible weekend or holiday types place to go riding because it just gets yeah. so
1: yeah, let's pretend that you did that and you don't have some you know 40 foot class a fancy ass rig and maybe you have a van life for or you're driving a car with your bikes or you have a rig like ours if you take 285 and go through pine and into buffalo creek and you're camping along there there's a road that brings you all the way back around to bailey which is 285 regardless now we're finally at mad jacksbury we'll stay on
0: 285 <laughs> Yeah, there's a really um Bailey is just a little town that where a lot of people stop to gas up or whatever. And but behind the Conoco station <laughs> there's a brewery back there called Mad Jack's Mountain Brewery and it's it's nothing big and fancy, but it's a cool little space and uh just a fun place to stop and have a beer and I highly recommend it. Um it's kind of a fun little spot and just something we've kind of fallen in love with, so Um, And from there, you would keep on rolling up to 85. And. you beautiful know, you, you come up over kenosha pass beautiful
1: drive yeah so if it's actually in the fall too or anytime kenosha pass is almost just gorgeous time. Well.
0: You, kenosha pass is before you get to fair play which is another place we're going to mention in a second here but it's a great place to stop and get out and hike around mountain bike you can mountain bike the there colorado trail go goes hiking. right through there the colorado trail rolls through there there's
1: more free camping the
0: there's yeah there's some free camping there um the fall is beautiful there when the leaves are changing the
1: aspen and uh, yeah it's gorgeous. Uh, Also, on your way up Kenosha Pass, keep your eyes out for moose because you will almost always
0: see moose hanging out there. Right. We actually saw a moose there on the way to here in Buena Vista and Salinas.
1: Just keep your Um, eyes on the road a little bit. Not always for the moose. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. Try not to get too distracted. So you
1: go up over Kenosha Pass and you're Mm going to go head down into the valley. um,
0: And that valley?
1: That valley. South
0: Park. South Park Park Valley. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's that South Park. But wait. But it's not that South Park. It's named that yeah. south park is named after this south park. So
1: you'll go through like Jefferson and Como.
0: Everybody got that right. Maybe <laughs> she's rolling the eyes. You can feel it, can't you?
1: <laughs> oh, before we go into like, um, what's the is it is it uh, Boreas Pass that goes through Como?
0: Right. Yeah. There's a little town called Como before you get to Fairplay. And there's a little just... I don't even know the name of the road. I don't... I think it's just Boreas Pass Road.
1: This is where you take your toad or you borrow yeah, a car. Yeah, don't take And your you drive up over Boreas Pass from Como. Um, it's pretty narrow road. And you go all the way up over that pass into Breckenridge. So then you're actually over into Summit County and closer to I-70. Um, mm-hmm. But that road from Como, Boreas Pass, is it's such a beautiful drive. Again, especially in the fall. Mm-hmm. But...
0: There is some camping up there, but it's, especially from the Como side, I think rigs like our size no. and bigger, we're a 24-foot Class C, basically, and anything our size or bigger would probably have a tough time from that yeah. side, but some it's, some of you van lifers could probably have a fine time driving up that yeah. way. But uh, Beautiful, yeah. beautiful drive. It's just a beautiful um, drive, and a lot of people do mountain bike on that road and stuff yeah. like that, too. Yeah, you could totally do that then, too. Uh, and there's some trails... You, a lot of people ride the road, and then there's also trails off the road, and so there's some fun riding around there. Yeah, but uh, we're on the 285 side. And we're again, not going over to Breckenridge yet. It's called Boreas Pass Road.
1: Yeah. So anyhow, let's uh, say we're pretending that we're staying on 285, and we're going to keep going down into...
0: Just keep going. You hit fair play.
1: So this is where <laughs> we kind of want to have to mention the South Park that Kenny brought up earlier. Earlier.
0: Right. So the, the TV show that you know, South, South Park, Park, the cartoon, yeah, that one... Um, is actually named after this area. So it's it's an actual area there called South Park, and then there's really no town of South Park. There mm. is however in Fair Play, which is an actual town, there is a fake town <laughs> called South Park. And this South Park in Fair Play is actually an out basically an outside museum. They it's a, a place where this dude that had a lot of money bought all these old buildings and stuff from different towns real actual buildings had them tore down and rebuilt in this one location and he had people who
1: who had family and heritage and like genuine artifact
0: yeah he built an old west town it's totally cool most of the buildings are from different towns but he brought them together in this one location they're real built built a little area called called south park which you can walk, you can go. You know, there's like a fee, and you walk through, and but it's really worthwhile. I think if you, it's only open um, during the Memorial like summer Day season. through Labor Day. Yeah, pretty much the summer season, because otherwise it's just and, too cold in Colorado. Well, in this season, this
1: this sea season, who the hell knows? So <laughs> yeah,
0: who knows? Anything right now. we
1: talk about now, you just have to call ahead and check. But we don't even. We it's br- a
0: cool little thing to do.
1: We rarely do museums, and sure. I think we spent three hours there.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. I mean it it is legit small town everything you can think of. Dentist's office, the bars, the everything. Yeah. And it's got like April said there's like all these um like they've furnished it with real legit stuff. So it's kind of fun to see like these like 150-year-old yeah. tools and different and crap that you what? would buy in a drugstore and gum that's supposed to fix your toothache and shit like that. Oh, okay, <laughs> too much detail. Yeah. What pass goes from <laughs> What pass goes
1: from uh, Fair Play over to Breckenridge? Hoosier Pass. Hoosier Pass. Yeah. Okay, so there's another way to get over to Breckenridge. Plus, Quandary yeah. Peak is right there. So if you are interested in, like, hiking 14ers, like, oh, we totally even missed a... There's
0: a lot of hiking off of that yeah. that pass. And there's you could probably ride around. We totally even that. missed Guinella Pass
1: than... coming from 285.
0: We'll cover Guinella Pass on the I-70 side. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that'll be on a future episode
1: like, but colorado has like i don't know Too many over 50 some 14ers so that could be an entirely other different
0: kind of mm. podcast, that's a whole hiking 14ers. that's a whole series of podcasts crazy that, that is a podcast by itself colorado's 14ers yeah.
1: anyhow so fair play okay you did the museum and now you're really freaking thirsty and you need something to drink so fair play does have a brewery and you know it's okay um but i think I don't know, I think you'd be better off just kind of wandering the main street, which is right outside of South Park, where they have all these cute little quaint shops and there's a couple dive bars that are awesome and there's a distillery right there. Like, that, yeah. That's where you need to be wandering. That's that that's all I gotta say about Fairplay. But there's a bike path from Fairplay, um, to Alma and Alma is supposed to be the highest incorporated town in North America.
0: That's true, yeah. I actually we we um several years ago when our son our youngest son was on a snowboarding team we actually rented a, a house um, for a couple months in fair play and so um i actually rode from well you rode it once you too didn't do me, it didn't you?
1: oh you did it once without me and i did it yeah, another time we did without it
0: together you. um we rode from fair play to alma which i don't remember you gained two or three thousand feet yeah, it's not
1: mountain biking it's trail. not a
0: hard ride though I It's mean, just, it's a it's, paved trail yeah it's a paved trail alongside the the um high, colorado highway nine that runs. but again you're way, in
1: but. the middle of the mountains it's stunning it's
0: just a fun ride. It's yeah fun stuff to do something so, put it on your list yeah do but, it <laughs> all right
1: so we're leaving fair play um we're driving a little further down 285 and we're going to come into point bueno, of well the intersection 285 24
0: depends on where you turn that's totally true you going up 285 you hit a t in the road which way do you go right or left it don't don't matter
1: actually because if you go if you go right you're going to head into buena vista and then you can keep going and head into leadville all these mountain towns i just Mm -hmm. i mean i can't get enough of any of these
0: nope can't go to leadville that's going to be on i-70 sign
1: okay so leadville we'll talk about later
0: (laughs) (laughs) we got to cut we got to have boundaries somewhere
1: (laughs) we're going to back down 24 highway 24 and go to buena vista
0: so right you've got buena vista we're um, talking
1: about buena vista now
0: which is a cool town i mean i like buena vista a lot it's there's a uh, i can't remember jail can no remember the burger you- place there's a really cool burger place right there
1: that's on highway 24 oh. it's a fast food type of joint and usually it's right next to like the main city park right there and there's lines yeah. like out like there's lines forever Around but you get the like the burgers to go and then you eat it at the park it's very very good you'll see you'll it. find it if you there's go a to the giant
0: Western. ice cream cone on top yeah. of the but then, the if you
1: go down the main street of uh, the like the main little downtown area of right. Buena Vista, yeah, too, yeah,
0: it literally Main Street.
1: Then you find this uh, beer bar. Okay, it's called Sorry.
0: the Jailhouse Craft Beer Bar, which actually, which is really cool. It's an actual old jail from Buena Vista from years and years and years and years ago. It's not a jail anymore. It's now the craft beer bar, but. I was just blown away by some of the beers that they had on their tap list. Yeah, a lot of rare beers. Like, if you want to try something special, that's a good place to find something really funky, really weird. Yeah. It's not a place where you're just going to get the general brewery fair that's like, oh, that's pretty cool. And. For that, you can go down the street to Lane. That's what I was going to say. And also, there are a couple <laughs> other
1: breweries in Buena Vista, but, I mean, again, they're okay. And that's okay. not putting
0: down Eddyline. Lynn. Eddyline's a good brewery. But
1: mm-hmm. I just, I think sometimes if you go to the dive bars, like we mentioned in Fair Play, um. And then if you go to like the beer bars, sometimes like those sometimes turn out to be, um, a better bet just because you get different
0: beers. Usually they're (laughs) going to have maybe a couple of tap handles and if not, at least a few cans or bottles of something. But the cool thing is you get quirky, cool people. You get, you get you get the locals, you get the flavor of the town. Yeah. That's who sits there is the flavor of the town. Yeah
1: and here's the thing with buena vista as well is it's raining again so you know whether it's popcorn or rain you can choose
0: roll with it it's jiffy pop
1: okay jiffy pop but the other (laughs) cool thing about buena vista is you can catch the mountain biking trails literally from the town there's like there's like a bridge that you cross over and then you hit into these uh, mountain biking trails that are just like all over it's it's high desert but it's just such great trails
0: or you can skip the bridge and get into a raft and float down the river rafting is huge here and kayaking and canoeing in yeah lots of other outdoor stuff too but yeah uh, but yeah rafting is a huge industry in buena, in the buena vista area that's there's a big deal also lots of fun to do too
1: there's also um another place like the if you're driving or with a camper a very small camper like a van life again a van or like our size of a rig um there was boondocking right outside of the trails um, just outside of Buena Vista Like two miles outside of Buena Vista Ooh, Don't give up the secret spot man. It's not a secret spot, it's on Campendium uh,
0: well, Thanks Campendium <laughs> But
1: those are the cool places that we love to find Is where you can like park your camper You just bought beer from Buena Vista To go, you come over and you park your camper Where you can stay overnight You yep. pop out your door And the biking trails are right there You come oh, back, yeah. you have a beer Maybe you do a little bit of work Or maybe you just fall asleep And you wake up and you do it again the next day because the biking trails are right there
0: <laughs> or if you're a <laughs> kayaker canoer you pop out the door and the river's right there i mean yeah, you can literally totally park true. pretty close to the river and and just jump in and, yeah and, although then i don't know how that works as a kayaker because i'm not good at that but you gotta have somebody pick you up somewhere because i don't think you can float back up the river that's a lot of work you can't see you earn me. your beer you can't see me but i'm trying to paddle back up the river <laughs> right now
1: all right, uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to go, okay, so now we're going to go out of Buena Vista and head back onto 285 South, which takes you more into Salida.
0: You're taking 24 out of Buena Vista onto 285 back to Salida. Yeah. So, yeah, and we're actually right now, as we speak. I already said this, but where are we? We are along that road right there. We're just off of 285 it's between another... Buena Vista and Salida. It's so, 272, is is
1: right? Window. 272 is the county road?
0: Yeah, you turn on 270, which turns into 272, which okay. is where and there's a ton of camping.
1: Yeah, some more um, boondocking, dispersed sites. And, and if you keep going up that road, even on your bike, then you're going to actually come up um, along the Colorado Trail, which is another place that you could be mountain biking. Um, a lot we, more difficult.
0: But... We haven't done that trail yet, but we know somebody who has got... Yeah, he said it was kind of crazy. Yeah, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is this is like outdoor heaven in this area. Oh, it's man. crazy. So now we're gonna head into Salida proper.
0: But we could head to through Poncha Springs on the way. Oh, Poncha Springs. Oh, yeah, right. No, Poncha.
1: No, I think it's. out I don't know. Poncha Springs is close to Salida. Yeah.
0: Pontius
1: Springs. Okay. Well, what brewery just would we go Elevation, to Springs?
0: Just because Elevation Brewing is there. And it's a, it's a fun little tap room and like really good beer.
1: So one of my favorite <laughs> uh, memories of Elevation Brewery, though, is after we had went um, ski snowboarding. Oh, yeah. I was going to say ski boarding. Snowboarding with our two boys many years ago. And we had come back and we stopped at Elevation to have a drink and we played Uno. And it's just those simple little memories <laughs> that I like. And that's what I remember Elevation about. So
0: there you go. You got to go to Elevation because they got Uno but first, no other brewery has uno
1: but first no. you have to go to monarch actually That's they don't have uno right now because of the c-word bring your own uno cards
0: oh yeah you probably can't <laughs> play uno now don't touch the uno <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyhow you have to go to monarch because seriously that is one of the places and forgive me if you are a gaper but i can make fun of them because i was a
0: gaper I'm just saying, I was like, what did you say?
1: It's a beginner snowboarder or skier, especially a skier who's probably from Texas, sorry Texans, who comes to Colorado straight up from zero elevation to 12,000 feet the same damn day, gets on their skis, has never (laughs) skied a day in their life, (laughs) thinks they're going to do a blue run gets on the lift if they're lucky they're on the lift and then come flying down the mountain not knowing how to stop all hunched over and their skis are everywhere and soon they're going to be doing a yard sale if you don't know what a yard sale is you can figure that one out on your own but like i said i can make fun of this because i've been the beginner i'm not a texan but i've been a beginner and i've made my own damn mistakes but anyhow monarch mountain is awesome and that's just what i was thinking <laughs>
0: And there's actually bike trails up off that. Oh, my God, so many bike too, trails. off Monarch Mountain. Yeah. But, um,
1: okay, so we're going to come back down from Monarch. We hit Elevation Brewery, and we're going to Pontius Springs.
0: Well, that's, but we're going Poncho, to Saladon. No,
1: Pontius Springs, what? though, also along that yeah. route has so many um, vineyards, too.
0: If you oh, like wine,
1: yeah. there's just, yeah.
0: I think one of them's a Harvest Host, too, right? Ooh, I don't I think, around, I think it was in Pontius Springs. If
1: you don't know what Harvest Host is, you'll have to just look it up on our website. I'll explain it. <laughs> yeah, it's a really cool, you can stay overnight at breweries and wine, vineyards
0: and So yeah, I think there's a vineyard, I'm pretty sure for there's one in Poncho Springs, I don't know the name okay. of it, but I think you can stay but, there, so. Okay, Salida. Salida. Some of our
1: favorite breweries are in Salida.
0: Salida is a really cool town with, it's got that old town mountain feel, and it's just got a cool vibe of people and and breweries and restaurants and coffee Pizza. shops and, great pizza amica's Amicas and moonlight Moonlight. Pizza are both great pizza places that have their own beer too and um, and then there's a
1: newbery that just opened their um tres litros
0: tres litros yes that's brand new they just opened um literally within a couple of weeks before we got here i think or a few weeks before we got here and Um, then
1: one of our favorites soul craft soul craft that's a good brewery.
0: Try the chili beer. Just trust me. Try it. You you might love it. You might hate it. But there's probably not going to be a middle road on it. Um, it's a really good chili beer. <laughs> but it's just a great brewery, too. And adds to the and Salida vibe. Yeah. But the really cool thing with Salida is that um, there's mountain biking trails. Literally, like, right next to the city, there's this big... S. A mountain with a, an S on it for Salida, and there's trails all over that mountain. You can just ride out of town and ride up that mountain, and you're there. and of there's of cool, fun trails the, for like any kind of school level, pretty much.
1: Yeah, tons of them. And then I think, oh my gosh, where's the directions? Even just outside of Salida, too, away from Buena Vista, there's more trails. Like Salida oh, is a right, yeah. huge destination for mountain biking. There's also a river that runs through it, haha, and there's tubing, and people are playing in the river and hanging out, and... It's a great again, just a great destination. Winter yeah. and Salida
0: summer. is like I think one of those places that people pinpoint is mountain biking. It's like yeah, if you if you love to mountain bike, Salida is awesome. Um, but it's awesome anyway. It, just be careful driving around town. There are deer all over the place. <laughs> like literally, you you drive into the heart of the town, and there are deer in people's yards yeah. and stuff like that. All, quite a, quite frequently. So all right, so, so do be cautious. Yes,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, drink the beer, but watch the deer. Huh,
0: huh. Now, which way do we go?
1: Okay, so that's the thing is like we've taken a little bit through 285, but there's so many places to go. Um, and so you can in whichever direction you choose, whether like what Highway 50 or.
0: Yeah, most people are going to go 285. Probably.
1: Yeah, but we're not going to follow the road anymore. We're just going to kind of pick all these little mountain towns and maybe start with our favorites.
0: Well, I mean, I would say like you you mentioned Monarch Mountain. Yeah. And so ah. that's a great path it's just that's a beautiful drive if you go over that's Highway fifty over Monarch Mountain. And it's just a beautiful drive down into this lovely lush valley and stuff and that'll take you over to where like Gunnison and Montrose and those places are. So you'll find like I think that'll take you over to the Blue Mesa reservoir, which Oh, it's gorgeous. You can, um you don't just have Blue Mesa, like right there too is um Gunnison? i always i always mess up the name but i think it's the black canyon of the gunnison oh yeah black
1: canyon of the gunnison
0: it's uh, it's, a, it's s- a national national park, park. Right? yeah but i mean this is like i w- i guess i'd say maybe a mini grand, grand, canyon. grand canyon light yeah, yeah <laughs> mini, grand canyon light okay so it's but it is freaking gorgeous and there are campgrounds up there at, at yeah. the, that you can stay right there not and free then, um i don't think i would ride my bike around there much but there were a lot of there were some pretty cool hiking, hiking trails, trails and stuff and you could hike down into the canyon a little bit yeah. i don't think it's one like the grand canyon where you can hike all the way down and up but
1: also around the area because we're talking about gunnison right yeah is hartman. like hartman rocks that's a great mountain biking thing too oh, uh yeah. we tried to drive our 24 foot rig up one of the, the main road up there And then we had to quickly turn around because the road's pretty rutted out. But there's a great parking area at the base of there. And then there's a biking trail right there at the base, too. So then, you know, Mm -hmm. just get off your asses and ride your ass up the hill to get to all the biking trails up around there. Hartman Rocks.
0: Yeah, really cool space that that a couple of our really good mountain biking friends turned us on to. Yeah, Jiffy Pop. (laughs) Jiffy Pop's back, yes. (laughs) Um, Squirrel. No, <laughs> Sorry.
1: where are we going after Gunnison? I don't know. I Montrose. mean, from there, and like, wasn't there
0: Montrose is a cool town to not overlook too. Like, what brewery was there? Um, the one that we kind of really enjoyed, uh, I believe, shut down. Two Rascals, oh. but I think they shut down. And then there's another one called like Hummingbird or something. I mean, and we there, all know how a to use speakeasy apps. Speakeasy there. It was a speakeasy that we didn't go to, but I heard about it. Awesome coffee shop that I can't remember the name of.
1: (laughs) But again, we all use like, (laughs) you know, Apple Maps or Google Maps. (laughs) Um,
0: One cool thing is if you're getting through Montrose, a quick tip, pro tip, and you're tired, there's a a city park there that has like a a roundabout circle in the middle of it or something. And you can park there overnight. We actually parked there overnight just because it was like a spot where we knew we wanted to stop and hit those couple of breweries and then we didn't want to have to you know we don't want to drive after that because yeah, so, you could
1: walk from there
0: yeah we could just walk from the park so you could park there i i, I don't remember if it was just overnight or a couple of nights but i, I think I it think was it, just overnight but um yeah cool city park that they're like yeah park here for free it's all good signs yeah, up cool. saying it's all good and everything um but that was a cool place um colorado boy brewing is
1: that was the one I was thinking of.
0: They have one in in Gunnison Montrose and then in Ridgeway. There's yeah. the original I think the original one's in ridgeway but which is if you leave Montrose, you go through Ridgeway, <laughs> you can go there and then you're over to like Telluride and Uray and all that stuff. And you're you gotta okay. pick 'cause let's wait. They don't just flow So either. let's
1: let's talk about we didn't spend a lot of time in Telluride. Mm -mm. Um, we did take the ski lift up we were there in the summertime we did take the ski lift up to the village up there and kind of wandered around a little bit
0: yeah even in the summertime they they have um so the telluride ski mountain is a little bit away from the town Mm -hmm. but you can get on the gondola from town to the ski resort and whether it's summer or winter so even during the summertime they have that running And you can get over there and they have a, you know, you can check out the shops and restaurants and stuff over there.
1: Was there anything like like really memorable about that area? We stopped and had like pizza. I mean,
0: it was pretty and it was nice to walk around and stuff. It It made me
1: want to make sure that I really want to go to Telluride so I can snowboard there one time. Yeah,
0: we believe it or not, we never have been there. I think it's kind of a pricier mountain for skiing and snowboarding. Yeah. So but the, the, the town I remember walking around the gone. town there, though. It was a and really cool R-D-T. little
1: Colorado ski town. So just walking around there was pretty cool.
0: I mean, the highlight for me was, was again, you're outside of Telluride just a little bit, but just a mile or so outside of Telluride is Telluride Brewing.
1: That was really cool.
0: Which is it's tucked in this little, I don't know, industrial
1: kind of?
0: Kind of, Park? kind of industrial. I guess, you it's you'd not say. When it's, it's not what you think of like a city industrial. But though.
1: it's also it's not what you would think of a Telluride Brewing Company to be in because it was just a very small, intimate
0: tap room. Yeah, and Telluride's Telluride Brewings beers are all over Colorado. They've distributed in cans for a long time. Yeah.
1: But their tap room but makes you just feel like this little tiny, like Mad Jack's, actually, kind of in Bailey.
0: Well, yeah, because the taproom space is very small. Mm-hmm. There's a a pretty small indoor space, and then they have a little bit of outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. Just, but it, but it's really cool because you're actually in the brewery, and they've got these massive fermenters and everything, and they, they've just like packed out their brewery <laughs> to be probably to be able to make enough beer to distribute the way they do, and without having to build a bigger brewery somewhere. And it's like it's. For me, if you're a if you're a beer geek and a brewery, especially if you're like into that quirky brewery stuff, the actual machinery of it and everything, it's like a really great place to go hang out because you feel like you're drinking like right up next to the brewing equipment because you are. And <laughs> it's funny because I thought you were going to say if you feel like you're
1: drinking right up next to the mountains because you are.
0: Well, that too. Because all these like
1: towns you are like you're you're yeah not all just these
0: towns you looking
1: out at the vistas of the mountains like. You know, hundreds of miles away, like they're in in your face, like you're right there.
0: Yeah, yeah, a lot of these places we're talking about, you're on the mountain, you're in the mountain, you're there. Right. right, Where are we
1: going from Telluride? I think we should head backwards and go back to Montrose because if you go north, then you end up in Crested Butte, which we almost forgot. Um, And one of the memories that I remember about Crested Butte is we did a day trip there one time from Denver before we lived in the RV. And the only chance we had to go snowboarding at Crested Butte was a Sunday before we both had to work on Monday. So a day trip to Crested Butte. Granted it's only around four hours from Denver, but we did the whole thing. Like from start to finish, we left probably around four in the morning drove all the way to crested view did a full day of snowboarding on the mountain which is a freaking awesome mountain and then did the full day of exploring the town um had dinner i think we went to brick oven pizzeria uh had drinks at iron horse tap i don't know that whole area again it's another place that's really stunning and yeah bad sad face we haven't been mountain biking there yet and there's so many mountain biking trails around there but we will get there i don't know where we're heading next
0: Oh hell I don't know.
1: Are we gonna go to um, probably ure? should go back to Eure. You can't miss
0: ure. Yeah, don't skip out on Eure Ure is wait, what did they call it? The
1: little sweden little Switzerland. Little Switzerland? Little Switzerland. little Switzerland. Little Switzerland. Yeah. When we first went there, um Wait a minute. What?
0: So did Eure do herd immunity like Switzerland did?
1: No. Ure cut everybody else They're off and said you can't come in here
0: their own version of her <laughs> <laughs> so stay the half out
1: <laughs> san juan area Sorry. did not was would, i don't know let's all that know. and i yeah. didn't
0: even say the c word that was pretty good <laughs> um
1: we're talking about yure and silverton when they're like nice
0: yure is a cool like it's a cool funky town because it is like little switzerland but there is an rv park just outside of town there's an rv park in town proper Mm -hmm. like in the middle of town Mm -hmm. and there's there's free camping and
1: campgrounds but we just couldn't get into one of the roads or something like that
0: yeah there's some up on the mountainside. it was just i don't remember i think we were just a little freaked out at that point because we had some we had just left we had had some clearance issues somewhere (laughs) so i think we were i think we were hesitant to try anyhow
1: ure is worth um time spent there there's also hot springs there we again so like we we rarely do museums we also rarely do hot springs because they're expensive and again we spend money on hot springs no no we can rather spend the money on the beer
0: and find free but
1: we met um we said hi to a stranger at what's a brewery? ure brewing no yeah, it?
0: that was at Ure Brewing, which is the one that's like a two-story brewery yeah. so and has a cool, really cool uh, good upper, food, upper good deck beer. that yeah. overlooks the Main so Street. So we went there the a mountain. couple times,
1: oh. but we said hi to a stranger there and made some friends, and we ended up going to some um, um, hot springs there with this like cool vapor cave.
0: Yes, that was really cool. It's just off
1: of Main Street. Oh, I cannot think of the name of that one, but it was a really cool place. So we did hot springs there. We did Uray Brewing. Um, There's another brewery brewing company up the street on main street that we didn't make it to but one of the very interesting breweries <laughs> that everybody Ural? talks about okay it's called your rail but nobody knows it by that name
0: like your a your
1: but everybody knows it by
0: mr grumpy pants
1: seriously this guy who <laughs> owns this is you literally he's mr go. grumpy pants
0: you have to go there just for this guy i mean the beer was good yeah <laughs> The place was cool. It looks like a place you want to be in the middle of winter. I hope, and like you want to be there. I hope it made it through. <laughs> I hope it made it through the seaward. <laughs> I do too, because like I'm pretty sure the dude they call Mr. Grumpy Pants was the guy that we had behind the bar. because he was totally Mr. Grumpy Pants. So I think we were trying to drink a little lighter, slower at that point. And April's like, "Do you have?" like do you have different sizes oh i did ask that
1: if you have like different sizes and he
0: just like looked at her and he lifts his finger and points up behind his head doesn't say a word (laughs) not a single word just lifts his finger and points up behind his head and like up on this high shelf i think and behind him was like different size glasses (laughs) that you could get the different size beers
1: this is the one place you (laughs) want like
0: a sign Sorry.
1: <laughs> this is the one place you want to go because the service is like it, it's. He's grumpy. Usually, you don't want to go places like that. This is the one place you want to go because it's like
0: that. Yeah, I think it's just a. I don't. I mean, I have no idea if it's the dudes that way. Like just normally. It's funny. It's, it's a cool place, stick, but it's fun. Yeah.
1: Plus, there's like a little restaurant that serves these like big ass hamburgers and stuff right next to it.
0: But what I remember really cool about Yurei real quick too, is one. It's famous for ice climbing, and like you can. Like, we were there in the summertime when we were just last there. but And you can see where they do the ice climbing and stuff, and there's some uh, uh, hardware left in the wall that they use. Yeah. But um scares
1: the crap out of me. Near
0: that same area, um, we would go. We went for a really nice hike up there. Like, there's some nice trails that wind up above Uray That So when you get up on these trails, there's these beautiful waterfalls and stuff that we checked out. And, like, you could look down over the, over Uray. It's just really beautiful views and stuff. Those trails around there. Yeah, and there's, like, really easy trails to get up there, and then there's other ones if you want to extend your hike and make it a little more challenging. Actually,
1: those trails go through some of the campgrounds, too, so it's a good way to scout out the campgrounds. Okay, but when we first moved into our RV, it's been two years, one of the first places that we were talked about going was Uray. Um, Living in Colorado for, like, you know, 35, 40 years, we had never made the trek out to Eureka.
0: Um
1: because there's so many wonderful places in Colorado it just never happened. We get to Eureka, it's beautiful. But then we go over um the million dollar highway is what they call it. Um and it brings you into Silverton.
0: Yeah, that's That's
1: the town I fell in love with.
0: Red Mountain Pass.
1: I think it's Red Mountain Pass.
0: I believe it's Red Mountain Pass. I think it's called the million. You've probably heard the million dollar highway. I think it's called the
1: million dollar highway pass. because at that time when they built it many many years ago, it was it cost like a million dollars per mile or something like
0: that. Something like to that build to build it. it
1: because the the pass that goes over is it's it's insane. Um, any you're, if you have a big rig, you can totally go over. It. People go over the thing all the time, but it's just it's a kind of a it's intimidating a pass.
0: <laughs> it's a white knuckle. <laughs> especially in a rig i yeah. mean we drove it in our rig which like we said is a 24 footer but
1: you could do it it's <laughs> and it's worth it oh my gosh driving from your into silverton or whichever direction you're going from silverton into your way, you have to visit both of these cities like towns mm-hmm. they are towns but silverton i've always said you can snow me in any time mm-hmm. in this little town it has like one of their streets if they still do i think they're actually paving it. it used to have like like it was a dirt road one of their main streets and they have like the wooden sidewalks Um, and like it's this old like wild west town and it's also a uh, skiing snowboarding mountain more of it's like backcountry type of stuff.
0: Uh, There is so much Uh. access to so much stuff from Silverton. There are these beautiful free campgrounds outside of town. The one we
1: said it was Kendall campground? There's a couple
0: RV parks there Um, but like April said there's like the ski mountain there and their ski mountain is not Vail Resorts, Breckenridge, even A-Basin kind of thing. This is like a pretty rustic ski resort where it's not even a ski resort, really, but it's some pretty serious skiing. For, you
1: better know what the hell you're doing.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't even know if they have beginner skiing at all.
1: I don't or, think they do. I
0: don't think they do. I think you have to be like an intermediate level or above. Yeah. But you're like, pretty serious you're
1: stuff. really kind of shut off when you're up there in the wintertime. And I know Silverton has been snowed in most winters sometimes because when it dumps there it dumps and it just gets it's it's a definitely a harsh environment in the winter mm-hmm. um so the only if you're gonna go snowboarding there and you can handle the winter time there go for it i, oh, I have not been there yet but i will be but the summer just
0: lots of hiking it's got to be one hiking. of my favorite places like, we camped just out of si- outside of town, and we rode our mountain bikes into town. Yeah. Uh, it's like two miles, maybe two and a half, something, that like that.
1: nothing. Uh, so many, like, off-road uh, trails. Oh, God, Holy yeah. hell.
0: Yeah, if you're an OHV, or if you've got your Razor or your Polaris or whatever the heck thing you got. Yeah, you can
1: even drive those in the town, and s- on the city streets in Silverton.
0: Yeah, you can park on the streets there, and they're cool with it. It's, yeah. And um, I went with a buddy of ours, Dan. Who, um, we went on a trip, uh, like, on a guy's trip on the other side of silverton from where we've stayed before and there are just these huge massive mountains that have trails all over them yeah and but these are like almost Strictly OHV and Jeep trails and stuff like that. That's okay. what you want to do on that yeah. side. Yeah.
1: So this whole Silverton area and all this stuff is what inspired me to write one of our stories about like, um, what did I say? If you try to have everything, you'll won't have anything. If you met, try to have everything, yeah, you'll end, up, to, with you'll end up with nothing. So I just remember this area writing that story because we met this one guy there. I cannot.
0: Don't
1: don't be a dick. That was his name. <laughs>
0: his What's, name was okay. Don't be a dick. His name was. His dick. name
1: was Dick. <laughs> and Dick had like. I don't know, 25,000 photos on his iPhone. Cause he wanted to show us all of his photos and he kept talking about hiking up the mountain and he was pointing to this mountain that we were staring in front of. (laughs) And literally he was trying to search through. I am not exaggerating. Fine. Maybe it was 20,000 photos, but I am not exaggerating as how many photos we had. Now keep in mind, it was a lot. Keep in mind. We had just moved into the RV Um, so we, this was in the summer we had been into our RV, like maybe a month that we had lived in our Mm -hmm. RV. And so I was just like, Oh my God, that is way too many photos. Here's the kicker though. If you look at Kenny's phone right now, (laughs) I will bet you he has more (laughs) photos than that on his phone. Let's see. So what I was trying to say about Don't Be a Dick is, like, he didn't let us get in any words edgewise. He was the greatest guy. He was super nice, but he was so excited about telling his story and showing us all his pictures. He had great stories. He did. It was really awesome. But that, that the thing that got to me from that is just, like, just remember that if you try to do everything, you're going to end up with, like, nothing. Um, and so, like, it's just kind of always stuck with me on that. Just, it's okay if you miss out on something. And... I don't know. It's a long-winded way of getting to that, but the story was hilarious because Kenny's phone has I
0: win <laughs> twenty-nine thousand two hundred eighty photos. So
1: when we try to write blog posts, or I try to find photos for the podcast, like it's next to impossible because I probably have like fifteen thousand photos on my
0: phone and eleven hundred videos.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy. We've Most had a great we've had a great time. That <laughs> just means we take lots of photos and have great times. Anyhow, that's. Kind of off topic, but <laughs> <laughs>
0: seriously. Yes, you will enjoy Colorado if you take twenty nine thousand photos like <laughs> any
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think I guess what I'm trying to say though too is Colorado is just it's it's just there's so many things to see, so many bikes, trails to ride, like you're never gonna do it all. So just enjoy what you have at that moment. And Silverton is definitely one of those places that we love. And speaking of, we haven't even talked about breweries yet in Silverton. <sighs> Avalanche yeah. brewing.
0: Wait, I just wanted to tell you. What are you looking for? This shows you how awesome Colorado is. Of those 29,000 photos, 12,600 of them are from Colorado.
1: Does that count that like we've lived <laughs> a long time in
0: Colorado before I we moved to the Ruining? The, movie? the magic, <laughs> baby. Come
1: on. Anyhow, Avalanche Brewing Company. Dang.
0: There, oh yes yeah definitely there's
1: another brewing company in silverton too which is awesome i love these small towns that have more than one brewery but avalanche is our favorite right um it's yeah. where we met where we eavesdropped and said hi to a stranger again <laughs> and met jesse and Janae, who then um, they were hiking the colorado trail and we've done podcast episodes with them and hung out in missoula with them right. they
0: were they were our first podcast episode Besides our introduction thing. They this, were, yeah. Our first actual podcast so, episode was them. and
1: say hi to a stranger. if you
0: haven't heard that one, go back and listen to it because they're funny. They are funny. <laughs> Parts funny. and feet. <laughs> they are funny. Again, go. say hi to a stranger.
1: Said. But th- probably another reason why we really like Avalanche Brewing because it was in Silverton, which we fell in love with mm-hmm. and met some really great people there. Um, I can't wait to go back to Silverton. I think we're going to actually try. Hopefully, we can get back to there this summer.
0: Yeah, we'll um, probably get back there, I think.
1: Yeah. So moving on. Silverton. I don't want to move on. (gasps) We have to talk about Durango.
0: Oh hells yeah, we gotta talk about Durango. Durango. That's like got one of my favorite breweries. He's gonna go
1: with ska.
0: Ska brewing, of course. But I did I did really what? Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I did really like Steamworks brewing there too. Which was one of the first breweries for me. Cookies that surprised me on the food front because Cookies yeah, there's a. I mean, we love breweries, but like most of the breweries we gravitate to are just breweries with a tap room that don't have food. Steamworks is one of the few, at least. Cookies in our, in our initial experience, they have these massive cookies. Thank oh you. Oh my god,
1: I spent grain cookies.
0: So after Jesse and Janae, who we just mentioned in Silverton, they were hiking the Colorado t- Trail, which we already to, and mentioned. we're on a break when we met them. But we met them again when they finished the trail, which ends in Durango or outside Durango. And so we met them at Steamworks and we shared this massive cookie dessert. And literally it's, I shit you not, it is like an eight inch across cookie and what? Like an inch or two deep? Go to Steamworks,
1: order whatever food you want. Just get the fucking cookie. I can't believe I'm saying this, but Kenny's right. Just get the fucking cookie. (laughs) Wait, there were some fries there too that were really good. Oh, shit. Anyhow, Ska. I was trying to get you to talk about Ska because Ska is one of your favorite places.
0: It's really weird for me to talk about Ska as one of my favorite places because I've only been there once. But I, I think it's because I love the beer. And I love that they have kind of this punk rock vibe to it. Because, the like, obviously the whole name, for people who know, Ska is kind of a... It's a kind of a punkish music. So, I don't know. I just like the whole vibe of the place. I love the beer. I love the, the can art of that place.
1: I was just going to say, you probably love the fact that when we were there, one of our um, friends dropped a beer.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs>
1: Not that we loved her dropping the beer. No, But <laughs> what did she do with it one when of she our, dropped she it? She was
0: 21 at the time. <laughs> like, probably just 21. Yeah. Or 20, yeah, probably 21, 22.
1: But she can't let good beer to go to waste. So she dropped a beer that a can of beer that we bought to go.
0: Right, we bought beer to go. She dropped it in the parking lot. It started we spewing parked. open. It punctured a little hole in the so side. So what do
1: you do when you're twenty one years old and your beer just broke open? Shotgun it. You the shotgun bear. it and she did it very nicely.
0: Right there in the parking lot. Bam. <laughs> that's ska. That's really fucking ska. <laughs> okay, so I think ska would say that's ska. Yeah, it totally is. But there are um <laughs>
1: What three or four other breweries in Durango, and so many places at least, yeah. to eat and might be more now. So many shops to wander around at. Uh, the the hardest thing we found about Durango though is there's not a lot of boondocking, like right around there. Mm-hmm. There's um like RV parks and fancy ass places to pay a lot of money.
0: There was, um, <laughs> but
1: uh, we did some stealth camping on the street.
0: Shh. <laughs> um, there is. I think we were gonna stay at the weren't we trying to stay at the fairgrounds but they had like an event going on or something oh, yeah, so we I couldn't think there's fairgrounds because there's a fairgrounds in durango itself in the city that you can stay there a lot of um if you don't know a lot of places across the country that have fairgrounds um a lot of times they will rent that out to rvers mm-hmm. um sometimes usually, for free or minimal cost yeah it's usually cheaper than like an rv park or something because you're not yeah. you know you but may not even have hookups
1: we haven't spent anywhere near enough time in durango and and we yeah. i don't know if you could even call us mountain bikers because like we haven't even mountain biked in durango yet and durango is like by national geographic named one of the top 20 but
0: you were going paddleboarding right
1: one of the top 20 oh sorry mountain biking cities in the united states and we have not done that yet and again is because we are trying to get to all these places within a very limited amount of time, and yes, I was going to go paddleboarding, and the storms came in, and electricity, oh, the, the right. lightning kind of like board. said, "Screw you, Shoot. you don't get to paddleboard."
0: So we so, drank yes. a lot of beer.
1: So we drank beer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we with stealth good camped. Friends in stealth camp.
1: We, yeah. uh, oh, in other words, so you could paddleboard there. There's some, there's like great water sports around there as well, Durango. Oh yeah,
0: there's.
1: I I want to give Durango another chance. Like I want to go back there and spend more time there, like we're doing now with Salida and Buena Vista.
0: Yeah, I think that's something. I think that's an overall theme for us that we're getting around to right now. We're so we're about two years, we're basically a little over two years into full time RVing. And I think we've just started to slow down a little bit.
1: Yeah. A little and bit. And
0: like try to experience places a little deeper. Not just the one, oh, there's one or two things we want to do.
1: Right.
0: Um, and do those and then find the breweries and move on. Yeah, I think just. I guess we've just started to slow down a little bit and, like, try to dig a little deeper wherever we're at to find the little things that aren't right on the surface. I guess scratch it, scratch below the surface a little bit, but...
1: Well, not not to get fully off topic about where we're heading in the next few places here in southwestern Colorado, but, like, right now we're in Salida, Buena Vista area, which we've been to a couple times. But even in the few days that we're staying here now, we've learned a little bit more about it. And we're coming back in a month to the same spot to even get to like learn more about the mountain biking trails and more about the community and more about the breweries and all that. So like yeah, I would say we've definitely slowed down and mm-hmm. we're willing to come back to experience the actual um place and not just drive through it.
0: Yeah, cuz when we hit the road it was like gangbusters and like we got to go here, we got to go here, we got to go here, we got to go here and blah, right. blah, blah kind
1: of like this podcast we gotta go here we gotta go here we gotta, go here, we, gotta go here, we gotta tell you about
0: oh hopefully it. we didn't like <laughs> blast you too much with southwest colorado like yet, zipping though. all over but we do have a little bit left um we there's like a couple specific spots that we want to hit because i know i mean their favorite spots of ours and they're sp- like down by mesa verde that's something that a lot of people have heard of it's mesa verde is like old um Native American ruins and stuff like that. It's They're, a national park, and it's a national park. And most of these ruins are like in these cliff sides and stuff. And there's all kinds of like you can go on guided tours, you can go on self guided tours, you can hike around that area. Um, did they have a camping around there? I don't remember. If in they the had.
1: national park, they did.
0: They did yeah, have campsites of, there? in, in okay. the
1: national park. You pay for. it. I don't
0: remember because we didn't camp there, but we did go. We visited there a couple of different times, and if you want to, it's s- really cool to check out. And then there's cool stuff nearby
1: yeah but if you want to see like the the cliff dwellings or the the pictures that if you think of mesa verde and you see like the typical images of them like the old cliff dwellings and things those are like generally guided tours um and Mm -hmm. i would recommend that you see those sooner than later because i imagine those might become off limits just because they're trying to probably
0: Mm, just to to preserve them
1: preserve thank you
0: right because what April's talking about is some a guided tour where they actually take you into the,
1: the, the dwellings you, you
0: literally go into the dwelling yeah. you don't just like walk across in front of them you actually go into areas where where people were living you know a couple hundred years ago or whatever it was um where they had built this out of the side of a cliff on a mountain you know and you get to experience a little taste of what yeah, their life might have been.
1: Again, museums we don't normally do. This is one we chose to do. And if you're any kind of a history person at all, or even not, like, it's just, this, these are just really um, great places to see. Um, but yeah, that's Mesa Verde. And then where do you go after that? A brewery, of course.
0: Oh, yeah. Just outside of Mesa Verde is a little town that you would never think to stop called Mancos, M-A-N-C-O-S, Mancos.
1: With the brewery called
0: manco's brewing
1: go figure and it's a harvest harvest toast
0: toast. (laughs) (laughs) it's actually a really cool little brewery with great beer and uh, good food food. there too yeah good food i mean i think most of it was mexican food if i I recall but uh, drink good
1: beer fantastic eat good food then get a good night's sleep
0: another place we want to mention is the whole area where um you might have heard of the great sand dunes
1: Great Sand Dunes National Park.
0: Yeah, it's a national park, Great Sand Dunes National Park. You're like driving through Colorado. Mountains. It's mountains and kind of like dry brush and desert and
1: well, pine desert.
0: trees and all this Cacti. stuff. And then there's a big fucking pile of sand.
1: <laughs> it's much more impressive than that.
0: <laughs> it's a big pile of sand. It is. So it's th- a really big pile it's of really sand. Big.
1: Like there's um <laughs> You can go back in along the, like, there's a river along there when the when it's springtime, the river kind of flows mm-hmm. through a little bit more. And actually, people play in the river and they kind of kind of go, like, surfing in quotes. They do, they, depending on how high the river is.
0: In the water? They'll, yeah, you they'll do, like,
1: like, body surfing along the river by really? the sand dunes. But you can also do, like, some that. four-wheeling back in there through the okay. sand. And there's, like, um, I've never been back in there, but I've heard there's dispersed camping back in there if you have, like, the proper vehicles. But there's also the campgrounds and stuff around the sand dunes as well.
0: But and you, you can, can hike. You can hike around on the sand dunes. You can hike up. And you can sandboard down the sand dunes. So bring an old snowboard. Bring an old snowboard. Get rid of any ounce of wax on the bottom of that board or you're stuck. You will go nowhere. <laughs> Trust me. We did this. We had wax on the snowboard. That sucks. Get rid of the wax. And I'm then sand. snowboard down the sand. No, sandboard down the sand.
1: Sandboard down the sand. Sorry, okay
0: okay so if you're at the great sand dunes there's a little town there's a biggish little town called alamosa down the road okay. which has a couple pretty good breweries there yes um i don't remember I mean, the names, names of them right off top. i think there's like a san Luis valley brewing or okay. something like that i think san Luis is one of them i think that's the one that we went to before and then there's a second one in town that we haven't been to yet this has got to be even better though is like Alamos is cool and all. Got to a couple cool breweries and stuff. Now Crestone. And there are other places to go, but yes, now Crestone.
1: Crestone. Crestone, Crestone is the quirkiest little town in Colorado, I think.
0: It's gotta right? be like.
1: There's over like twenty different ways of celebrating various different religions there. For example, something called a ziggurat is like this tower that you can climb to get closer to gods or something. Again. I I don't know. I just know that there are these very different. It's a spiritual place. Um,
0: A cigarette doesn't sound that. Ziggurat. Oh, ziggurat. Ziggurat.
1: Z-I-G-G-U-R-A-T, I I think. Um, It's a really, really cool little place. It's just a, it's, here's a way to explain how quirky it is. There's something called an alien watchtower there where you can go and leave your offerings to the aliens. How about that? Um, the ziggurat I was talking about is just a different place that you can find, like, just a spiritual meaning to you. There's a place called Earthneck there that I went to that uh, deals with, like, um, primitive learning and primitive skills. And, like, and actually, Elena Perica, who we talked to from what brewery in Steamboat Springs? Storm Peak. Storm Peak. She, um, is the assistant brewer at Storm Peak Brewing, and we talked to her on a stout conversation for a video, and she actually lived at Earthneck out by she's Creston. A for like six months in the winter in a teepee when she was in high school.
0: Like, that's she, Creston. She was a badass teenager, and now she's a badass young woman. Yeah, but so, th- that's Creston. Yeah.
1: Ziggurats, aliens living in teepees, you know, primitive skills. It's a pretty cool place. And there's a brewery there that we haven't been to yet, and I want to go.
0: Funny enough, it's called Crestone Brewing. Crestone Brewing.
1: <laughs> uh, Colorado's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, I hopefully that wasn't like information overload for you guys. It is. But Wait,
1: I can't. I can't oh, do no. it. Oh
0: no! Wait, we've got more in I case ca- you weren't overloaded yet. April's got more. I cannot. Wait, there's more.
1: I can't like not. I can't talk about like Southwest Colorado and not mention Mission Wolf. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> I can't forget
1: that. Mission Wolf is a wolf sanctuary in the middle of freaking nowhere. Actually, probably kind of on the opposite side of the Sand Dunes and Crestone. It's really just right there, but it's like as the crow flies, just over on the very other side. It's in between like Westcliff, Colorado, and Gardner, Colorado. Um, they're not open yet because of COVID, but it's a place that you can go and learn all about wolves. It's this amazing group of volunteers. That has done some great great places. Um, I would not recommend that you bring your big rigs out there. The mm-hmm. roads suck. Mm-hmm. However, look it up. I'll put it in the show notes. MissionWolf.org. Such an amazing place. It will I say it this way, it will change your soul. So beer will change you and give you a great life, but dude go to Mission Wolf. Yeah. I don't know. That doesn't have it, that's adventure. That's the adventure profession of it. Kiss a wolf. <laughs>
0: So, again, hopefully not too much of an overload on information with that. I know there was a lot packed into that. Um, but, you know, like any time, if you have questions or anything, please reach out to us. Shoot us an email or anything like that. Ken and April at livingestoutlife.com. I mean, hit us up on Facebook, message us, whatever. I mean, uh, if we can help you out, we'll help you out. <laughs>
1: We have a donate button now for our podcast. So if you, like, I don't know, have all kinds of money or just a little bit of money that you, like, want to just donate to poor old little podcasters if who are... If you
0: just want to buy us a beer...
1: Just buy us a beer.
0: Buy us a beer. We'll even make sure it's a cheap one. We'll give you a... Sh- Not a shitty one. A cheap one. We'll go to okay. a brewery that's got good cheap prices or okay. something. It's a taster. I don't know.
1: You can <laughs> donate now.
0: But, yeah, you can donate now. I'll we'll
1: give you a um, shout-out
0: we will leave your name we'll give you a shout out yeah yeah we just wanted to touch a little bit on southwest colorado because we know a lot of our friends are either here right now or coming here and we want you guys to really enjoy it and like i said hit us up any kind of questions you have anything um and yeah that's southwest colorado so with that um you know if you haven't already please subscribe to our podcast uh, if you haven't let it, left us a rating or a review, please do that too. Help every little bit helps. If you haven't and bought us a beer. If you haven't bought us a beer, us a beer. Please feel free, <laughs> and uh, we'll reciprocate when we meet in person. So,
1: <laughs> cheers to like some serious mountain biking adventures and beers in Southwest Colorado.
0: Mm. Mm. Sounds good to mm. me. Cheers. <laughs>
1: We'd love to hear from you, so keep the conversation going. Send us a note, share a beer recommendation or two, or just say hey. This Stout Conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.